everybody. Welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast. You're tuning in for part two of volume 41 from October of 1992. Playing With Power podcast is again a issue by issue retrospective about Nintendo Power magazine and the shenanigans that uh, come up in conversation. So the cover uh, of the magazine was for Super Mario Kart and we'll be digging into that game shortly in this issue uh, in this back half. Um, so we're joining us at page 62 at the Super Mario Adventures comic. I am your host, Ben. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. Hello. And John. Howdy. Trio, back together again. Triforce! <laughs> uh, ch- anyways. <laughs> that chick has a thing for Zelda, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's going to give All her right. the slingshot to the uterus, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, Mike's distracted. Okay, so on to Super Mario Adventures. So, Super Mario Adventures. There's a comic book in here, if you want like to read it. If there's someone on the podcast that enjoys like talking his way through the comics, I don't know who that would be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Okay, so in our last episode, we left Mario and Luigi. They were discovering the secret of the booze, where if you keep your eyes on them, they can't bother you. They've faced a ver- a veritable wall of them. Mm, it also but makes ladies were- look better the more you have of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beer, having helping other people fuck since 1878. <clears throat> All right. So... Mario and Luigi were inching along a wall, and they found a hallway and lynched inching backwards slowly into it, unaware of the <laughs> King Boo, or Big Boo, right behind them. Could just be perspective. Could be a normal-sized boo. And so Luigi inches back, trips, <laughs> and he realizes... Oh, shit. <laughs> Here's Pac-Man. Mamma mia. And he just, like, flies up. Yikes! Luigi, what are you doing? It's a ghost. Is he scary or just scared? But I don't believe in ghosts. And of course, instead of just one of them looking at the boo at a time, they both turn around because they're fucking idiots. <laughs> and Luigi, of course, gets a an ass chomp <laughs> from, a, from a boo. Yeah. <laughs> Luigi serving up a, another hot serving of skinny Italian ass. Yeah, a lot of stuff <laughs> happens to Luigi's ass in these things. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, they got they, it's never Mario. I don't know. It's Japanese, okay? That answer, <laughs> answer done. And then Mario's like, don't turn around, we'll be an apparition appetizer. Then they <laughs> finally realize they got to go back to back. Ass to ass. To of course ass. It, mm. <laughs> and of course it's not going to get them anywhere. It just keeps them from getting eaten. And they realize it's a face-off. We have to stay back to back, we'll stare them down. Well, the booze aren't going anywhere since they don't have to eat or sleep. Meanwhile, Bowser's cake is finally revealed and glorious, motherfucker. Yeah, that's that fucking one badass. Hell of a cake. If I could drive mm. that to work every day, I totally would. <laughs> I mean, it is being pulled by a like a giant like team of a Yoshi sl- slaves, but you know, slave worth, army of Yoshi's. Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> it's it's worth it for the this beautiful Prince of Egypt moment, oh. where instead of a, a pyramid, it's a it's a cake amid. And uh, I guess the Yoshis are, like, praying for one of their own to rise up 
and save them and <laughs> no circumcision and tab stone tablets and no look how fucked up this is there's like yoshis that have betrayed the other yoshis and are like have megaphones that are telling the other yoshis like what to do so like they're like the, it is total it is total jewish slavery yeah like it is no 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 they have the the guy is the wizard guy is hypnotizing him you see in the next three frames or so no nope, nope those fuckers have sold out their own kind they, have not they get sold to wear a bell yeah they sold they get out to wear a little medallion they were, yeah. they, they get equal treatment while all the slaves get lesser so treatment like, this is some christopher columbus <laughs> genocidal they're bullshit. Like, they're like the ss yoshis what do they what do they do with the bell <laughs> what do they do with the bell it's it's their whip. So they just clang them on the head with a bell. It's not a bell. It's a megaphone. <laughs> no. Oh, no, it's, okay. It's also to keep them in time. You know, like the uh, the drummer on an oarship. <laughs> Mush. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yep, so comic. Oh. So are Yoshi's yeah. like huskies? <laughs> in the, in this case. Hmm. Except they're probably just a little bit better in bed. <laughs> huskies, like Ben's favorite dating site. <laughs> no, so my, that's so, my t-shirt size, actually. <laughs> so Comic is tr- trying to tell Bowser, except we keep getting distracted. He tells him that the wedding plans are proceeding perfectly. I don't know why they don't, just don't make the cake on sight. All that movement should vibrate the cake and cause it to collapse, but... Ugh. So uh, Bowser's he's he's pretty happy with himself, saying, "I'm pleased to see the Yoshi's are so easily tamed." <coughs> and then uh, he grows a a wispy Fu Manchu because I don't know Japanese stereotypes even working on themselves. I don't. I think it might be like supposed to be air coming off of him because he doesn't have it no, later it's like on. Some he doesn't wispy have it like Fu a. Manchu. He doesn't have it no. like. It's a Fu Manchu. Like, you can see the the chin. He's got yeah, the other side. It's his. Out. It's uh, when he uses magic. Fine. Whatever. It's like a magic Fu Manchu. Mm-hmm. So he goes, we have the best hypnotist in the... No, it's a different one. See, there's Comic who doesn't have the mustache, but the hypnotist does. Because oh, he's Japanese. Oh, okay, I see. there you go. Even the Japanese are just like, come on, man, you know we wear this shit. <laughs> so then Koopa's like, very well, but don't let them... Don't let down your guard. They may be docile under hypnosis, but they remain enemies of the Koopas, so... I don't know. It looks like there's like some reptilian race warfare going on between these two. So, uh, it's like some Hutu Tutsi shit going on. They're both reptiles, but, you know, one, one thinks that they're more reptile than the other. <laughs> so, Comics says, I'll keep my eyes peeled. By the way, how's my blushing bride's wedding gown coming along? They're fitting it as we speak. And Bowser, of course, is just vibrating at the thought that somebody's getting to see the princess naked. But then he turns into a little girl and he starts skippity-skippity down the hallway, knocking over his own Goomba, going, I can't wait until the wedding. I'm going to sneak and peek at the dress. I think he's more interested in the dress than the princess. <laughs> and then, uh, it's almost like he's like, more wait. interested in the ceremony than actually the marriage part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the Goomba's got like a friggin' egg on his face. Uh, he's a bad one. I hope that marriage doesn't change him. <laughs> and then hours later, Mario and Luigi are just getting tired of facing, uh, staring at all the blushing faces. And then Luigi's just like weeping for being painfully shy. They sure are persistent. <laughs> and then Mario says, I have a plan. Follow me into the room behind the Goomba, behind the, uh, behind the big boo. What good will that do? Just do it! And then Mario ducks under him. And then, you think if he's running forward, that he would just have Luigi 
you know, <laughs> strapped strapped to his back to look at them. No. <laughs> but again, no, they're fucking idiots. So he bashes into the, so he runs into the door, slams it, and the booze hit the door. And instead of going through it, because they're ghosts without bodies, <laughs> they actually hit the door whap, whap, in whap, pain. Whap. <laughs> And then uh, Mario's sweating to beat the van, going, we made it. Made it where? There isn't even a window in here, bro. Hurry, help me move this desk. And then, and then the boo, frustrated, decides to open up the door slowly. <laughs> Creak. Creak. That's like his own little, here's Johnny Whoa. moment. And he goes flying through the door. And he tries to cram through, and he gets, like, he barely makes it through, and then That's the there's best. Dr. Mario. His face, the, the Boo's face is just absolutely amazing. <laughs> when he sees Dr. Mario and Nurse Luigi, he's just got this perplexed look of, like, the fuck did I walk into here? Yeah, why is Luigi in a dress again? And, and like, they're not even looking at him, because they know that he'll be, uh, he'll be stuck. So he goes like, please lie down on the couch here. And the boo's looking perplexed like, bitch, I'm a motherfucking floating, I'm a flea, I'm a free floating non-torso apparition. How the hell am I going to lie down anywhere? I just float. And then they decide to do therapy on him (laughs) by telling him that he's suffering from anthrophobia, his fear of humans stem from a bad childhood experience. But then it turns out Dr. Mario isn't a, uh, isn't a licensed a psychologist, but more of a therapist. He goes, "We're going to get to the root of your. Ch- we're going to get to the root of your problem. Now, tell me about your childhood." And I don't know how, since he can't talk. But then the boos are all crying, and you know they're just having a nice emotional breakthrough. And then even Mario's crying. He's like, "I see. So the hoodlums in your school stole your lunches and stuffed you in your locker every day. I guess this would be like how they died. Like they must have died in those lockers because the bullies just forgot about them, and that's why they're ghosts." Unless they were born ghosts, then that's just like that would just be like a, a twenty-minute tangent right there, <laughs> trying to figure out like, wait a second, are they they're they're born dead? Huh. Can't, <laughs> speaking of tangents, let's keep going. All right. <laughs> and then Luigi's just like ah, <laughs> the same thing happened to me. It was awful. Let me tell you my story. <laughs> Counseling won't get us out of this mess. <laughs> and then Mario pats him down and goes. I understand why you have pent-up frustration, <laughs> but you can't let bullies control your life. There's a great big world out there, and we get to see the world behind him, and then Boo has the stars in his eyes, and he's just having this beautiful breakthrough, and Mario's telling him, like, as big as the Earth seems, it's just a speck of dust in the universe. There are billions of stars, billions and billions of stars, like a Super Mario galaxy, but he's not going to say that because... This is amazing. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and then we see, like, they give him a dozens of Milky Way. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he ends up shaking Boo's hand And Boo has just got this big fucking smile on his face With a big starry grin And oh my god Mario's just like giving him this mm-hmm. beautiful This beautiful talk about how the troubles of humans and ghosts Are trivial compared to the vastness of the universe So like don't you all feel better I'm glad we had this chat The way do you say we step out and get some fresh air Let's go see some sun And then he goes outside Holding Mario's hand with his flipper and everyone's just like filled with the glorious rapture of creation and individuality and just like feeling just fully actuated and uh, actualized or whatever therapy form they that is and and then boo is just like wants to uh tap mario and say something and he goes oh you're welcome i'm glad i could help 
If you really want to thank me, tell me how to get to Bowser's castle. I want to tell the Koopa King about this wonderful universe, too. And Luigi's like, yeah, you're taking this game a little too far. And then they all get waved away, and Yoshi's just like, what the fuck did I, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yoshi's got that perfect look <clears> on his <throat> face. Like, I don't know if I'm more creeped out with the ghost or with these two. And then he goes, are they gone? Are they still out there? Nope, they're all gone. Then they ditch the doctor's outfits, and they're like, come on, Yoshi, let's save that princess. So, uh, Dr. Freud Mario is now gone, and they're rampaging towards Yoshi while playing, I need a hero, in their heads, or at least I am, while I'm, re- while I'm looking at this beautiful epic scene of them, both on Yoshi, with a look of steely determination and uh, impending violence on their minds. Okay. So, moving on, we have Counselor's Corner. So we got uh, Castlevania 4. We have... Oh, by the way, one of our fans just messaged us, so we're going to give her a live shout-out. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, frequent liker oh. of the comments, Sophie Tabak. That's going to happen. I'm in. Sophie's... <laughs> let's see Sophie's choices. Let's see if she unlikes the page live <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> So I said, hey, you seem to like the show. I've got my uh, co-host of the Taste Test in town. If you're close to Ottawa, it would rock to have a fan make an appearance on the show. And she said, that would be super cool. I'm a big fan of your podcasts. Both of Whoa. them. I have a, I had a subscription to Nintendo Power for a very long time until the end. And I also liked them because I'm quite hard of hearing and the sound quality is so good on your show, I can actually hear what you guys are talking about. Really? As the guy oh. who does the editing on the show, I'm kind of beaming with some... Uh, uh, what's the uh, what's that what's that not shame feeling? Pride. I don't have feelings that aren't. Yeah. I don't have feelings that aren't shame. Mm. Yeah, it's like it's like so much pride. It's like beaming, glorious mm. white, like like white pride. And as a guy that trained Mike to do how to do everything he knows in audio editing, I'll take all the credit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. All right. Okay. <laughs> As the as the guy Thank who refused to do any of the editing, <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that forced you into that. So you're welcome, Mike. All right, as the guy who refused to do the editing, I'll just take all the credit for it not sucking since I never touched it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're in Counselor's Corner. Counselor's Corner. We got Casey Curtis um, looking at uh, Castlevania Four tips. He had those tips. Uh, this guy looks like he could be eating some uh, crab cakes and, and playing some. He looks, yeah, he looks football. like he just put one of those really sour warheads in his mouth right before they took the photo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say if this guy's not wearing boat shoes, like I will be shocked. Yeah, he looks waspy as fuck, but then his face is like super scrunched up for some reason. All right, like he got stung, like he just got stung by a wa- like a bee in the roof of his mouth or something. I don't know. Coming in at number one for the Super Nintendo is Castlevania number four. Here's some hot tips on how to beat the gear wheel in B2. I'm Casey Curtis. Meanwhile, in the next video game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Rice the triumphant Sharon. return of the molestache from Reese Sharon. And I can't tell if it's a molestache or it's actually a Hitler stash that he has going on. <laughs> you know that looks like... You know the I best, mean, that looks no, it's, like... It's a uh, full mustache, but you know the the best thing about rice is? <laughs> oh, no. There's I can th- eat always it, three I of can, them? I can eat it when I... I can eat it when I want to eat a thousand of something. Oh. <laughs> there we go. All right. 
<laughs> the best thing about race sharing is he's a third. The third race. The third rice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my favorite thing about rice is when it's in. Rice, rice in. in. Mm. All right. Uh, so we have some tips for Link to the Past. Uh, you can find where the cape is. That actually is really helpful uh, tip, like where to find it mm-hmm. in the graveyard. Yeah. In the graveyard. Where Here's the- another tip. Play the fucking game. It's great. <laughs> Not again. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Battle of Olympus, no one cares. From a guy that refuses to play any Sega RPGs and claims to be an RPG expert, I you could should not be one to talk. That you is not have an excuse an for the past to, like twelve years. Do I need to mail you my, my retro pie? Do, you, do I need to send you the retro pie <laughs> so you'll play a fucking game? I'll see if I can emulate it on my. Uh, you'll see on my Game Boy. Mm, I'll see how it is. Mm. Okay. Battle of Olympus. We have Nick uh. Utek or Utek um, smiling at us with his uh, oh, curly we hair. Got another li- we got another live request. Oh, Brandon just sent me a message asking, what do you guys think of Nolan Ryan's baseball for the SNES? Have either of you played it? Nope. Um, John? <laughs> I think I played Super Bases Loaded mostly. That was my baseball jam. So. I played Little League Baseball for the NES, which we, which we talked about. My pervy uncle checked out the legs. <laughs> uh. All right. Not a whole lot to t- say about uh, fine Nick here. He looks extremely happy in this photo, though. He looks kind of like... Um, who's the guy from Numbers? I was going to say Booger from uh, oh, Revenge of the House. Nerds. Yeah, or, yeah, Revenge of the Nerds, right. Yeah. And then Tony Bur- Burgess is totally like a cult leader now for Kirby's Dreamland. He looks like that guy from uh, Westworld. A little bit. Yeah, I need to watch this week's episode, by the way. That reminds me. Mm. Spoiler alert, everybody dies. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> is there like a red wedding? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> there, I mean, It's a nice day for um, a red wedding. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but it's a really good episode. I don't want to so, watch it. All right. right. I don't know. You okay. don't want to watch it? Whatever. <laughs> the hammer's my Listen penis. Up. That's what Ben does. He goes in and he just ruins everything whenever he has a chance. Why did I ruin it? I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I'll watch Whatever. it anyway. All right. And then Kirby's Dreamland. How do I fight Lolo bitch. and Lala? <laughs> and how do I defeat King Didi? Day Day. Day Day. I don't know. Okay, so anyway. next game. Super play action football. Look, okay, I got I got the tip. You hit him without getting hit. Mm. Yeah, it's a good one. Alright. <laughs> Super play action football. We got Bills versus the Washington football team on the cover here. But so they actually has an NFL uh, NFL license, so that's that's good news. That's a good sign. That means that the the game should be pretty good, right? Uh, except no, it's that shitty fucking third isometric view. Isometric view. So sorry. Yeah, this is just like a the same game from the NES with a little bit better graphics, but not really that much. This is still NES. That's why. <laughs> No, this is Super NES. Oh, is it Super, super NES section? Oh, this is a bad example of an early. It looks like NES crap, game, though. though. Yeah, it looks terrible. The only thing I like, of course, is like the newspaper clippings. 
that uh, pop up in screenshots about the team winning or losing. And then if you take a look at the bottom of page 77 on the right, those seem to be in-game screenshots of like a bunch of people standing around a television. The fuck I don't know is what's going happening. On? There's a Colorado team? <laughs> what? Look at this. So, like, No, but look. Offensive and defensive playbooks. Can Washington's defense bring you a national championship? How about Miami's vaunted passing attack? Or maybe Colorado's punishing ground game? But it's a licensed game. Oh, there's... Whoa! There's college, what? high school, and NFL teams. Look at this. I'm looking. I'm looking. So page All 28 75. NFL teams are included. Right, but they also have 16. 97 colleges, and you can enter your high school into the game. That is fucking amazing. Oh, I see that above. Yeah, and you can enter your players if you're playing coach mode. If, hey, high school. That's the oh yeah. After naming your high school, whatever you like. Yeah, yeah that's the Sandusky <laughs> mode. That's when you enter the you. players. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, okay. All right. That, that, game, that, that joke went over. All right. So, I actually <laughs> oh, might have to try this. I might have to try this game because that's a mate. Like the fact that they took the time to let you put in your high school teams. You can recreate your school's uniform by changing the colors of your helmet, jersey, and pants. That's amazing. You can also choose your opponent. There was um, there was like one you, of the Madden games, or no, it wasn't Madden. It was one of the NCAA football games. Let you do that, like, so mm-hmm. back before the lawsuit, which meant that they couldn't put like players' likenesses in college games. Like, um, there was a couple NCAA games where you could like start your career in high school, where you'd like play games and get recruited, and then like, if you had a good college career, it would create like a file where you could like import like you over into Madden like later on hmm. like when the Madden game came out like there was some really cool stuff they did with some of the football games I mean yeah it kind of sucks because you have to buy two games to like do the full experience but that's how they get you yeah alright uh, other than that uh, just wait until Madden comes out like football isn't fun until until Madden in this generation unfortunately so or go back and play Tecmo Super Bowl yep alright so on to Bart's nightmare because uh, Mike is still well distracted with uh, Facebook issues at this point so mm, yes uh, he's li- he live te- te- texting our, our, our listeners yes and fans mm-hmm. um, it's live engagement mm-hmm. alright I remember <laughs> I remember this game the Bart the Bart versus Bart nightmare game I think I played this game in yeah. prep for this uh, issue okay this is a weird ass game man yeah, it is. <laughs> I've never really been a big fan of the the Simpsons games up until uh, the Hit and Run one. Oh, okay, that was um, like the phone one, right? The Hit and Run that was for the PlayStation. Was like that was for like PS2. Oh, okay. That was the one that was like yeah, GTA, GTA, right? Yeah, it was like GTA. But, okay. This game, this was the redemption. This was when they could make a, uh, a Simpsons game, which wasn't the arcade. That uh, actually looked decent. Yeah, I mean, this looks good. And played great. Uh, I remember this being weird. I don't it, know about it, that. Has all, it has all the <laughs> the dynamic is like you're you're going in and out of his different nightmares, right? So so he falls asleep basically in the beginning, mm-hmm. and um, so all while he's sleeping, all the pages of whatever report he's working on for school flies uh, out the window, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to go and um, get those pages back. Yeah, and 
So basically, you're randomly out on the on the street, and it's kind of like Paperboy, which is just a bunch of stuff flying around at you. And the if you get hits, the more like Z's um, you add up or lose or whatever, basically. Um, and if you get hit too many times, you wake up and. If you don't have enough for the pages, you lose, basically. Why do they write it like this? Why do, do I have to wear a suit? He doesn't have to wake up, but if he touches the man wearing the suit, he takes damage. But that's clearly Skinner, isn't it? It looks yeah. like... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why do they write it like that? <laughs> I don't know. They're dumb. So it's the... So you eventually, once you walk along the street, you eventually see a, a flying piece of paper. So you have to, like, follow it, and it's kind of weird how you how you enter the level you have to like jump specifically on the paper you can't just walk oh. over it you have to like okay. jump straight on it so it took me a few times to figure that out and then the level that you enter is like random it's not in any order so you could be entering any level at any time basically and there's like no context or instructions about what you're supposed to do what the controls are so unless you've played it a bunch there's there's no way to know like how to get through any like sub level basically so I think I made it to Maggie's temple which is kind of like uh, Indiana Jones uh, I think I got there and I love, I love the Dumbo reference for the uh, for Barney Barney like the pink elephants oh yeah I got through a couple of these but uh, I think I got to Oh, I definitely got to the Bartzilla one, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So these are all different, they like, fu- dreams that he has. He has one of the Oh, my God, Bartman. they fucked up the names. It says, like, Burns's blimp, but that Smithers piloting it. And then it says Smithers spoils for a dogfight. And that's Mr. Burns. Mm. This whole game is fucked. Yeah, they really screwed up the whole... Yeah. Not the game is fucked. It's just the, the writing. I know. The coverage I'm just being done do by re- someone that's a non-fan, apparently. I do remember, like, being very confused by this game as a child. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go walk through the streets and protest. This is not my game. Mm. You tell him. It's too much orange in this game. <laughs> the, let's. Let, I mean, the sprite work in this game looks very good, and they've they've made. There's a lot of like interesting show references. Uh, mm-hmm. The character design is very like very good. Like this is like the kind of stuff that really showed off what the Super Nintendo could do with some of some of the better like uh, content and licenses and stuff. Like, yeah, this might not Ugh. this might not be the most fun game to play like play wise as far as like the. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding, Bardzilla? You get to be like full on fucking right. No, it's mode. awesome. But, like, I mean, like the controls and stuff on this game are a little weird. I, I, at least that's what I remember as a kid. I didn't. I I had no. Yeah, the time. controls are weird. Like for Bardzilla, basically, like. You don't actually walk as him. He's just self-walking, and you just kind of aim up, right, or down, and shoot. So in that sense, they're all kind of like mini games. None of them is a really deep play control. But oh you know? shit! That being said, Chat, if you're, Chat, if you're a f- Chaz does look like M Bison. If okay. you're a fan of the sh- <laughs> thank you half an hour ago, Mike, yeah, he was distracted on part one. Um, Hey, I was distracted by a very hot fan. All right, oh. all right. In my defense, uh, then, all right. that's gonna kill that. All right, so um, yeah, but if you're a fan of this of The Simpsons, definitely um, worth popping in the, oh, uh, sure. the emulator for sure. Because this game is de- it's weird in a in a good way. It's it's odd. It's I mean it's not it's not a I don't know if I'd say it's a classic, but I would definitely say if you're a fan of The Simpsons, like 
this game really hits a lot of like uh, references and culture, and it's just kind of kind of weird and in, in a good you way. You have to be a fan of The Simpsons to like this game. Yeah. I think I don't think it's a terribly great game but, on its own. But uh, it's not bad. It's but. from the Simpsons golden years. Like it's yes. it's from the point in time where Simpsons was like the like best show on television or one of the mm-hmm. best shows at least. So and a very <laughs> solid entry. Yeah. Yes. All right. So poster yeah. Roadrunners Death Valley Rally coming soon to your Super NES from Sunsoft. Blah. <laughs> Which so just sucks because to... like you got a Roadrunner Death Rally. Death Valley Rally game, and then it's going to get killed by the next game in the coverage. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. We'll get to that game. I think it's a cover game actually coming up, but uh, I don't remember actually being a racing game. From what I remember, it's like I had. Oh that game. really? It's like a platformer, which is weird. Why the fuck? It's like that. It's like the. the what was the other game that was like that? The Hanna Barbera Wacky Racers was not yeah. a racing game. Like what the fuck is up with making rally like? Okay, whatever. I give up. I mean, at least to play play as the uh, Roadrunner, but uh, still. So anyway, it's this Roadrunner looking over a cliff, and you got Wiley Coyote holding on to a little branch that's breaking, and he's holding up a sign that says, Yape. So, moving on. Super Mario Kart. So, before we get going in here, I do, I do want to uh, call out, this is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, bar none. And wow. Every time I... And set up like a device with an emulator. This is always the first game I download and install. I played yeah, this most game. Pe- most people, most people use Doom. This is your, <laughs> this is your Doom. Oh, absolutely. This is the game I use for, like every time. I still play it to this day. I played it tons during the time. I play it now. Uh, it is, is super fun for me to play. See, um, that's that's funny because I think, like, don't get me wrong. It's definitely yeah. one of the better. Super Nintendo games like I'm not trying to mm-hmm. say it's 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 not great but I think this game benefits so much from Mario uh, from the, the 64 version I think people mm-hmm. generally played a lot of the Mario Kart 64 and they like sort of associate the greatness of that game with the great with like the very very like good nature of, of this game <laughs> mm-hmm. would be my like I because I, people like I know a lot of people that like they're like, oh, I love Mario Kart. You go back and, and pop this in, and they're, and they're like, well, what what is this? Like, I've had a lot of friends. Because, <laughs> I mean, most people, when they think of Mario Kart, I'd say the 64 game is the one that, like, generally has the most most playing time and most experience most people have with it. Um, this game is, is a li- like, a lot tougher in certain aspects, and um, a lot of the sort of stuff that, carry, that was introduced in the 64 just isn't here. But, mm-hmm. of, of course, what is here is very, very good, and the game was... Very very fun. Like the the multiplayer is done well. Like all the aspects of it are amazing. Like, well, I mean, I'll tell you, I played both quite a bit. I think right. it's it, it could possibly like a, a slight uh, generational thing. If you didn't pick this up initially, and the N sixty four one was your first exposure, of course, that's one. What's the one you're gonna remember? And since then, that kind of three D formula obviously is what they've yeah uh, gone with. But I played the, both, and so I kind of I don't know. It feels like I associate the series more with the the sixty four iteration. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what what I like better about the sixty four version and what I didn't like better about the sixty four version. So, right. for the sixty four one, for the battles was amazing. amazing. Yes, much better. The third dimension having different levels on it right. uh, was fantastic. And um, the accuracy of the red shell finally actually works, unlike right. this game where it just seems to go wherever the hell it wants. 
Um, the thing that I didn't it like It feels like was... the red shell in this game hits you more than it hits the fucking person you shot at. <laughs> it doesn't hit you. <laughs> it doesn't hit you. Uh, what I didn't like about the 64 version... Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I really liked the game. But what the control. I did not find what improvement was... Number one um, was how the, the AI cheats... In oh, the, like, um, yeah, if it's behind and it gets that super boost shit. And all that. They don't even have the super boost. They, just, they don't even have to have a, an item. They just go faster. <laughs> so, I mean, they you should, could they be, have an open Yeah, it limit. speeds up the people at the back. That's, that's definitely true. It does. And that always pissed me off. I'm like, no, I am doing really well. I should be lapping you at this point, right. which you can do in Super Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo. If, right. you're, really, if you're good enough, you can lap people. I mean, that is awesome. Just to be like... You know, eat my shit, Toad. Yeah, I do feel like <laughs> you know? the, contr- the controls in this game are very crisp. Like, it mm-hmm. is one of the better controlling Super Nintendo games. Like, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because it doesn't have that N64. I'm going to have a stick in the middle of the fucking controller. <laughs> you watch your whore mouth. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> the N64 was the awkward puberty of consoles. <laughs> that controller is one of the best controllers ever made. Oh. I mean, I, I have a lot to love for the N64, but even I know so, that controller was not good. Actually, you know what? I if I'm it, if I'm it's going, it's a great controller if you happen to have killed an Eagle Montoya's father. If I'm going to rank, <laughs> I, I if I'm wow. going if I'm going to rank Weep. Nintendo uh, controllers, I actually would say my favorite was the GameCube controller. That controller is just perfection in my mind. I love the WaveBird. No, the the. I mean, the Wavebird's all right, but that thing was kind of clunky weight-wise. This the, the wired GameCube controller, like, just the layout of it, everything, it just... That controller just feels right to me more than any other controller. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, well, the... Uh, though I, yeah, the GameCube, the GameCube controller doesn't get much more love either. The new... I don't like it. The new, uh, the new Xbox One controllers, though, they're probably my favorite. I love those controllers. They're amazing. I haven't actually used those. I've only, I've only seen them. They, they, How's the PlayStation 4 controller? No different than the uh, PlayStation 3 or they 2. They changed right? oh, a no, little bit. It's, it, it's, it's a little bit different. Uh, they made a like, marginal improvement, but yes, it's going to feel very similar, but they do they do change a little bit from generation to generation. So. The 360 controller is still my favorite of all time, but I haven't played the Xbox One's one, so those could be better. I don't know. Anyways, I, yeah, uh, uh, we're, we're going to get topic here, though. So the other thing I didn't like about moving <laughs> Us off topic? Version, Shocking. Was um, Hush your mouth. what happened to the Rainbow Road course? So Rainbow Road on this one, uh, in the Super Nintendo one, is extremely difficult, extremely fast-paced, and if you make any kind of error, like you have lost basically because there are no sides to it whatsoever. Right. Um, and the, the the Ghost Valley one is a fucking bitch too. Those are the two that are like, oh, oh my god. Are there any cheat? Like, are there cheat uh, jumps? In the uh, Rainbow Road? No, it's not like, like 64 where you can, where you can like, go off the edge and like drop no. down. Nope, you just have to you just have to be good. I mean, yeah, that's, so it's, it's just <laughs> skill. Ra- Rainbow Road is no fucking joke in this game. <laughs> yeah, and like they just kind of dumbed it down. It's fun, like playful thing in the 64 one. There's railing and this it's very long and sort of windy. So anyways, yeah, there, is, isn't there places where you can like fall off the track and be ahead? That's yes. 64. That's, That's a 64 one. Oh. Okay, <laughs> so there's a reason to suffer that tarred control. You got to remember the, these maps are all on like basically on a 2D plane the way mm-hmm. it was done. So there's no like the 64 you could drop down at a certain point like to a later point in the track, but um, this is just on like a, f- a flat 
uh, map. So there's there's nothing in that in that way. So. So are we going to discuss the characters? or Let's get into the game mechanics a little bit first. So okay. Super Mario Kart is a racing game that uses the Mode 7 chip for uh, the on the cart, which is kind of like a flat plane that uh, it kind of tilts and um, shifts depending on your um, controller inputs, basically. So what that experience looks like is you're moving your character and driving. Uh, it's the same effect that uh, F-Zero has and um, it's it's used really well in this. So you also have uh, sprites that pop up. So you have 3D elements that pop up, like pipes, for instance, in the road, and uh, obstacles, the kind of thing. So the main uh, thing that this game brought to uh, racing games was the notion of a kart game, which is synonymous now with um, having weapons, basically, that you can throw at other players. <laughs> so it, it kind of uh, start. I think there may have been some other games I'm not aware of, but this is the one that really kicked it off in my mind as far as you pick up random weapons um, and you can use them against other players to move ahead. So the weapons they've got, they've got red shells, which are like homing uh, missiles, basically. You've got green shells, which are just straight shots. Um, you've got feathers, which allows you to jump in the air. Uh, you've got stars, which is invincibility, just like in Mario. You've got coins, um, which basically just prevents you from spinning out if you have a few of them. You can also collect them and get a one-up. You've got banana peels. If you run over it, you'll spin out. You've got a mushroom, which is like a burst of speed. And then you have lightning bolt. Lightning bolt is pretty awesome. When you fire off the lightning bolt, basically it makes all of your opponents shrink down to small size and you can run over them. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. So uh, when did the blue shell get introduced? Uh, 64. Because that, that's notorious. 64 had the blue <laughs> Apparently shell. Apparently Mike just associates everything 64. I'm telling you, Ben. But yeah, the lightning mm -hmm. bolt is the bitch one in this game. Like like when you're behind and you drop a lightning bolt. It's the blue shell? And you, you drop a lightning Well, it affects bolt. everybody, basically. Yeah, except you. Oh. So... So the modes of play, you've got uh, your your GP races, and they got three different speeds. So basically, easy, medium, hard. You've got um, four different um, um, races, basically. What do you call them? Pre's. You got like flower. Uh, what's it called? Oh, yeah, mushroom, flower, star, and special, which you unlock after beating the first three. And um, so you can do that for one player, or you can do it two-player, simultaneous. Um, you can also do time trials, obviously, one-player, two-player versus. And there's also battle mode, which we briefly talked about. So the characters you can play as are Mario, and they can call it Princess, so they haven't called her Peach yet. Bowser, Koopa, Luigi, Yoshi, Donkey Kong Jr., and Toad. So Koopa looks like he's uh, look, looks like he needs like some nodos or whatever the truckers use because he looks like he's like yeah. he's trying to stay awake by like prying his eyes open, but he's like not sleeping. I can't sleep with my eyes open. So this is the only Mario Kart game I'm aware of that has Koopa Troopa, uh, Koopa Troopa actually in it. He's one of the turtles from Mario. <laughs> and for whatever reason, my friends and I growing up called him Koopa J. So I still refer to him as informally as Koopa J. <laughs> uh, Koopa Trickle. Yeah. There we go. So the and then and then Yoshi, he's just straight up. I don't know. It looks like he's been hanging out with Brandon because he looks a little uh, he looks a little impaired. Mm -hmm. 
So if you're looking at the rows here, so Mario Luigi, Princess Yoshi, Bowser, Duncan Jr., and Koopa and Toad, those pairs basically all have the same um, stats. Um, so you don't pick like a different race car. There's no tweaking of, of stats basically. Like Mario and Luigi are good all-around drivers between acceleration, uh, max speed, handling, that kind of thing. Princess and Yoshi have better acceleration, not as not as good um, top speed. Bowser and Donkey Kong Jr. have the highest top speed, but the slowest acceleration. And then Koopa and Toad have the highest acceleration of everybody, but of course the lowest top speed. So <clears throat> it's sort of like choose your poison. Basically, if you're if you're trying to beat any kind of time trial, you have to go with Bowser or Donkey Kong Jr. There's no <laughs> way around it, basically. I'm a, I don't know about you guys, I'm a Mario person. Uh, I'll pick Mario, like, pretty much every time. Fucking Yoshi, bitch. Oh, <laughs> you're one of those, huh? Yeah, I am one of those. That was a Bowser boy. Yeah, sure well, you were. Legit. So. Toad is worst. fucking tough, though. Toad is the wor- challenge mode. Yeah. Those yeah, that's weak. like if you just want to be like, I'm tired of being so fucking awesome. What can I do to, what can I do to reduce that? Oh, Toad. I'll play the scrub. Right. The worst character to play against um, in terms of like two players, I'm convinced, is Princess. Just because of the noises that she makes is so annoying <laughs> in the game. <laughs> so, uh, that's... It, what, it, why, why is she talking on her cell phone with her friend? <laughs> it's just like, you know you're getting just like beat, uh, you know, or uh, you'll hear like different noises that they make when they hit you. Try to keep up. Like, Donkey Kong's <laughs> is fairly annoying. It's like... <laughs> oh my god, they don't even sound like ape sounds. He just sounds like he's having a conniption fit. <laughs> yeah, it's not very good. And then Bowser's like... Rah, rah. So, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So they all have um, different like music if you were to win a race with them. Yeah, they do this like cool little like con- they do this little conga line across the screen after the after the races and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. The other theme song, um, and if you're playing against AI, like we talked about in part one, they all have their own unique um, special power, basically. Mm-hmm. So you, as the player, can pick up the item items and use them, um, and um, there's so a two-player we... race mode? Why the fuck would you play two-player race mode when you have battle mode? That makes no sense. <laughs> um, I like it. <laughs> That's just me, it's, though, apparently. Well, it seems like if you want to have a reason, if you want to blame something to, if you want to blame something for losing besides your friend, mm-hmm. then you can, like, blame the bots instead. Yeah. <sighs> Ameliorate the blame. Or blame-meliorate, right. if you want to compound that word. I'm a fan of the racing mode, personally, but that's just me. Yeah, you also probably like vanilla ice cream. <laughs> I do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, stop. Go right late and listen. Okay. So, um, Cold Stone's got a flavor that glistens. <laughs> they got a new flavor. It's, okay, called, no, it's, called, it's called Ben's Nuts. Uh. There you go. Mm. <laughs> No room for Jerry. Give me some of that sweet cream. Oh, mm. yeah. There you go. Okay, so we got Ghost Valley where uh, DKG 
is driving really irresponsibly. I mean, he might as well be texting because his hands ain't on the wheel and neither mm-hmm. are his eyes. He's driving with his feet, looks like. He's probably, just, well be. He's probably just steering with his dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Toad. That's what's <laughs> uh, He's just got a giant raging <laughs> on his way, so happy. <laughs> That's why he's so <laughs> fucking happy. He's like, jeez. Oh, <laughs> okay. So they got uh, the thwomps in this raped. game. <laughs> All right. Lovely. They got thwomps in this game. My head's not the only thing that's mushroom shaped. <laughs> you can either get squashed by a thwomp or you can uh, just bonk into them, basically. Look at the, the Koopa thing. Oh my fish, god, what the fuck fish, happened to fish the thwomps? He, he fished Mario out of the jizz pool, it looks like. Where are oh you looking? Page 88. <laughs> oh, see. yeah. Lakitu just... pulling Mario out of oh, the cocky yeah. bog. The yeah, bog if you cocky. fall off the, uh, the, the, the court, basically, off the track, then uh, Lakitu comes and picks you up and takes three coins from you. Yeah, I'm just looking at the, at the thwomps in Bowser's castle. Like, mm-hmm. did, did, did somebody, like, replace their shampoo with Nair? Because they got, they got <laughs> fucking nothing going on. They bald. Yeah, they're they're spikeless. Um, so no, oh. clearly that caught on and uh, carried on into future games. <laughs> it's an interesting play mechanic. Um, one of the things that's <laughs> interesting about the <laughs> and game, and, uh, the, uh, the, like there must have been like some reason, like what spikes cost extra. Uh, I'm guessing they didn't want you to spin out if you hit them, or maybe you could drive by them if you it hit just it, stops you. You'd graze a spike. Maybe, mm. yeah. All right. I don't think it was for a technical reason. I think it was a deliberate choice. Yeah. So you can drift in this game if you jump and drift the corners, um, which is difficult to do. doesn't always work. I want to point out Donut Planes uh, 2 on uh, page 88. So there's, this level has like these holes on the road, like and moles uh, will jump up and uh, latch onto you, and you have to keep jumping until they go away basically <laughs> otherwise they slow you down so there's also other a bunch of the levels have like shortcuts in it where you can use the feather to like skip a big part of the track uh, for instance but if you screw it up you're usually toast uh, so it's like the rainbow road trick I was going to do but no falling down just <laughs> like like a massive lateral move yeah you got to jump over some walls basically I love this, uh, the look of Princess Peach. She's just like, what the hell am I doing getting behind the wheel? I'm a woman! <laughs> <laughs> and I think we just lost Sophie as a listener. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened as soon as you reached out to her. Yeah. That was nice while oh, it lasted. Snap. Yeah, there you go. So, I won't gush about it too much, too much more. Um, it's, like I said, a fantastic this- racing game. You have to really acknowledge, like, this game... I mean, yeah, there were some, like, racing games that were kind of, like, fun and, and, and well done and stuff like that. But this game really brought the whole, like, kart racing, mm-hmm. like, the concept of the items. Like, like it really just established and perfected a genre. Like, yeah. F-Zero was kind of, like, the idea a little bit. But then they said, like, how can we make right. this so much better? And, like... The fact that they brought... How can we make this accessible, whimsical? They brought the entire lineup of, like, A-list Nintendo characters, like, Mm -hmm. into the cart format with the battle modes and just, like, 
Yeah, this really is. I mean, I don't think there's going to be too many people in this in in the group of listeners that hasn't played this game. But mm-hmm. if if you if you want to see the beginning, like really the cornerstone of like where all other like you know party racing you know kart type games come from. Uh, you really have to go back and pay homage to your roots here. I, I would say is uh, it's worth, <laughs> oh, it's worth sure. the. It's and if you want to see if you want to see a map that looks like Mario's back, check out Koopa Beach. She's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> got Pube Island there at the bottom, right? <laughs> Lovely. All right. So. Oh, I, one thing I will say: Did you know they actually have like Mario Kart games in arcades now? Oh really? But it's really? it's not it's not like this game, is it? No, it's like they're pretty new. Okay. Um, I played it at uh, Dave and Buster's actually up here not that long oh. ago. Are they ports or are they like their own thing? It's like they're it's like its own thing. Have you basically. have you have you played the the drinking and driving like game of this? I forget. There's like rules for <laughs> for drinking and That's driving. That's when you get Mario drunk Kart. and you show up to Dave and Buster's. Well, nice. no. Well, I mean, yeah. And you try to drive home after a few beers. I got pulled over in Oregon doing 70, 72 and a 55, by the way. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you, that's when you tell the cop, you're pretty mouthy for a blue shell. Uh, yeah. I was going over a hill. <laughs> yeah. He let me off, though. No ticket. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. What did you say to the guy? Uh, he was like, why are you going so fast? And I was... I was like, well, I was passing a truck going up the hill, and I just carried some speed over the over the hill. I, I didn't realize I was going that fast. I'm sorry. And he like went back, checked my record and everything, and he came back to the car. He's like, "There's no citation today." And I was like, "Yes." Because <laughs> mm. awesome. so, my my shift ends in 15 minutes, and I do not need any paperwork. Well, he was way unless up there's of a bar, unless there's someone in the trunk begging to get out. You don't need to be my problem today. Yeah, it's called Birio Cart. Is what? <laughs> <laughs> it's sounds fun. I want to play so. All right. So once you pick your character, finish arguing, hover gets be Yoshi. It's time to start the game. When the game begins, crack open a beer. The first player to cross the finish line wins, but you must finish your beer before you can finish the race. The other, wow. The other rule is that your cart must be at a complete stop before you drink your beer, because obviously no drinking and driving. Have fun. <laughs> So, so you have to, so you have to chug so you, a beer. So some people stop at the. Some people stop no right at the end and they chug it, like before they cross the finish line. Or do you like drink the beer before you do your race? Like it's strategic oh, as see. to when you drink your beer. It's strategic. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like as you get more and more into it, like more and more generation, like more and more races, like you all get drunk and like mm. start fucking with each other. Yeah, we should do this. I think. Sounds I think. Fun. I think this needs to happen. I'm, I'm with this you on this. So yeah, cart needs to be at a standstill while you drink, and you have to finish your beer before the race, uh, before mm. you can cross the finish line. So that's the okay. construct of of beerio cart. All right, we'll set this up with like four people or something. Okay. All right. Be fun. We just find two more friends and we're good. All right. Yes. <laughs> we'll invite them and then it'll be just two of us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Skype. We'll Skype in Mike so we can yeah. share. Mike, I, yeah, we could. I, and if he's but if, but if he's drinking that Canadian beer, you might you might have to go like three quarters of a beer or else we'll kill his liver. <laughs> I don't get it, man. You said you were only doing four beers and you're still verbal and I can't. I, I, I can't. I can't. 
can't. Do they have a higher like guys? Per- I can't alcohol percentage up there. Yeah, or something? Uh, Canadian beer is like fucking. It's a real percentage. Like, yeah, it's like it's it's heavy shit. Man. So I'm drinking a, a Eight Street Pale Ale here, which is four point nine percent alcohol per volume. Yeah, I think Canadian. I think Canadian beer is at like six or seven. Yeah, that's our light beer. That's our light beer. Nice. Okay. Yeah, we go from like five to seven. So, like like I said, baby steps. Very good. As one, okay. as one guy as one guy hilariously said, uh, Canada is like America's ideas implemented properly. So in Canada, the average beer, oh, it's just slightly higher. Fucking whatever. Six. It's the average beer is uh, range is four point oh to six point one percent, while as America is four point one to five point nine. Mm. So you guys are bitches. All right. No. Whatever. Okay, out of this Good world. Good thing uh, the penis average penis sizes are inverted, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. Yeah, I got the shrinkage problem. All right, next game. Out of this world. This game looks crazy. I I can't believe I've never played this game because it's super weird so, in a good way. Yeah, right. this is really ambitious for a fucking <laughs> Super Nintendo. So I had this game. Yeah, like like growing up you had this game? Growing up, I had this game, and wow. I play, played it again recently. Okay. Is so it as I, cool as it looks? Because it looks fucking amazing. It is pretty cool, um, but also can be frustrating. Um, so it's sort of like a mix between um, Dragon's Lair and um, like a platformer, essentially. Okay. So... By the way, they do actually have remakes, like modern remakes of this. This was originally like a PC game. Um, and it was ported to the Super NES. So you can get this on like PC, Android, iOS, and it's all like high def graphics and everything. Like five bucks, I think. Um, so anyways, it's a story and this, I believe, I can't remember if this is the sequel to Flashback or if this is the prequel to Flashback, but Flashback is the other, uh, game in this, in this series. Um, I think it might be the prequel. So, basically, it starts off, you enter some kind of, like, Tron transporter kind of thing, and uh, you end up in an alien world, you don't know anybody, there's lots of dangers, basically. And um, so you kind of have to remember, it's some exploration, but you'll die many times. The Um, Android port is called Another World, I think. Another World, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Hmm. Um, so you'll try to like move your character left, move your character right. There's only like you know you can jump and eventually you can get a gun kind of thing. Um, a lot of the actions are automatic, so like it's got in the bottom of page 93. Jump to it. It's like a vine you can jump. So you can like jump and like he'll automatically grab the vine and swing. So it's about remembering all the steps you need to take in order to make it through an area and then executing them perfectly. So, so this, it is a lot like Dragon's Lair, where you're not really interacting with the environment so much as finding the right button to press to survive it. It's not. It doesn't like self-play. <coughs> so you're. It's not like watching a movie. You're pl- you're controlling it, but you definitely have to remember the sequence perfectly. Uh, well, so. l- luckily, my Game Boy, my uh, my 3DS for the uh, emulator for the Super Nintendo. No, wait. Only the NES games have a rewind feature. This Fuck. Android well, version looks states. awesome, though. It's an, it's redone in high def. Right. Oh. I mean, it's a short game. It's pretty cool. Um, 
so you make it through the first area. You you. Um, it kind of gives to... me like an Ico feel. Like it's just very different, like art style wise. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean I don't know what the remake looks like, but the the Super NES one it, it is does look like it's 3D. Uh huh. Kind of like Star Fox ish. Right. 3D. 3D. So you get um, in the second second area, you get caught by like the alien bad guys or whatever. And um, you can sit there all day, basically, and, and like a, a guard keeps coming back and checking your like floating cage. Right. And you kind of have to figure out, oh, if I swing the cage enough, then I can get out of here, basically. Okay. So there is a lot of a lot of this game is like figuring out what you're supposed to do in order to proceed, and then choosing the correct path for getting there. So if you like. Um, for example, if you're swinging, swinging the cage and um, you just land on the on the ground, well, the guard's still there and he has a gun, so he'll shoot you potentially and you'll right. die. So you have to wait till he's standing on the edge, then swing the gate out so you squash him oh, and then you can geez. get his gun. So there's an element of like timing to this as well. Huh. So when I tried replaying this, I couldn't get past uh, stage two. There's something to the sequence of getting out of the area with like a your fellow inmate that I couldn't couldn't figure out in, the, in time ahead. Huh. So apparently you get really fucked up because it says like, "Is this really the end?" And you look at the last few screenshots, and you're just crawling on the ground. Yeah, you, it does get pretty really bloody at the end. Wow. Um, I can't believe your parents actually def- have this game as a child. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's all like digitized, but you do die like horrific deaths a lot. <laughs> All um, right, so worth worth going and play, like finding an emulator and playing it, or would you would you? Say I think it's a unique. The, ex- download the uh, no. the remake. Would you think or play the remake for sure? You don't okay. want to get this version. Well, um, just like Ducktales, play the remastered version on the. Uh, you watch your whore mouth, sir. It's a good. It's good. It's got the voice acting of the original cast. It's oh, not I don't care. oh this is rich. Off. This is rich coming from the guy that won't give John credit. For playing a link to the past. <laughs> hey, it's got a great story. Either it's okay to play remakes or it's not. Link to the Pat Link to Another World isn't a friggin' remake. It's a sequel. A link between So he's worlds. still missing out on the original story. Alright, fine. Alright. So it looks like at the end of this game you can play in a tank. So that's kinda cool. Oh, I thought tank you fight arena. the tank. You fight the tank. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it says in the cab of the tank, you'll Return have to laser learn fire. which buttons to push. So you fight a tank in a tank. Yes. So huh. we're both, we're all right. All so right. anyways, play with power and uh, you'll know all the steps. Yep. So. And save states. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I would say true. check out the remake and do some research it about is like, how to do it. It is like four bucks on Android Market. So There you go. Okay. Uh, players poll contest. They have a clue themed players poll contest. Do you get to meet Tim Curry? Do you get to meet Tim Curry? You get to give Tim Curry glaucoma. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's a good turn. (laughs) You can take two friends to the scene of the crime at Seasons Resort in Great Gorge, (laughs) New Jersey. Conduct your own investigation. (laughs) 
Search for clues and weigh the evidence. Construct your case and convict the culprit. I don't think I, any. I don't, I don't think any any mystery at a resort is a good idea for kids because the answer is always going to be there's jizz on it. <laughs> like, especially if you're going to Jersey. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, fuck right. New Jersey. You'll never Seasons be New York. Resort in Great Gorge, New Jersey. <laughs> second, how many second. listeners? How many listeners did we have in Jersey? <laughs> Great None. Gorge is the headlining show at the strip club. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Is is Jersey? <laughs> That's the Garden, on BBW is, night. Is Jersey the Garden State? Which was the Garden State? Jersey. Is it? Uh, yeah. Terrible movie. You know what? You guys are both pissing me. I the kick fuck my dog off. in the nuts when he hunts my leg. <laughs> You guys and are I'm somehow me. attractive because I wear a wool hat. You guys are pissing me the fuck <laughs> off tonight. All right. <laughs> Second you prize. You like Garden State? I love that movie. Oh, I cannot stand Zach Braff. I'm complicated because I don't take my meds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second prize from Parker Brothers. I'm like, hearing my hamster in the backyard. <laughs> clue game. My dog, my dog humps my leg. So there's... Uh, but I'm Jewish, so I'm cute. There's a game pack as second prize. It's the 3D board game of Clue and Clue, the Great Museum Caper. So I guess there's some reimaginings of Clue. Uh, and then third prize, as always, is uh, N- Nintendo's t-shirts. So on to Nestor's Adventure with, I'm assuming, last month or last issue's game of Prince of Persia. I don't know. From these screenshots, it looks like Mr. Green is uh, being played by Mikhail Gorbachev. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, fellow American, it was. Uh, it is very good to be solving mystery of murdered American physicist with you. Of course I'm innocent because we are friends, yes? You believe. <laughs> Anyways, on to Nestor's Adventures. Okay, so we got Prince of Persia with Nestor polishing his lamp and white stuff coming out of it. And oh. No, it's not what you think it is. <laughs> so Nestor is uh, parrying the thrust of this big, hairy, overbearing... God damn it, why am I stuck in this mode? Okay, so this uh, Arabian guy, completely playing to stereotype... Did is, he give her Arabian uh, goggles? <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that one? How long have you been holding on to that one? <laughs> okay, so the Arab guy says, You must learn to fear my steal, you impudent young weasel. You didn't, know, you didn't ask him what that means. <laughs> you know oh, what I know. Yeah, okay, all right, we're good. All right. Yeah. Okay, for the sake of the listeners, John, what is Arabian goggles? Well, it's when you're getting a blowjob, but you rest your nuts in her eye sockets so that in case there's a freak sandstorm, <laughs> she's protected from... <laughs> <laughs> right, because, right, you know, in, in, in typical uh, in Middle Eastern fashion, it's all about the woman, right? Yeah. Okay. You got to look out for the woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nestor says... Bye, Sophie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you pricks. (laughs) So Nestor says, Fear, I laugh in the face of fear. I party with peril. Once I snapped a wet towel of terror when they put itching powder in its shorts. (laughs) So he still got that wit. And then the... uh, the Arab executioner is just like, then you'll have no problem dancing with doom, could I lead? 
There's only one way to win in a duel. Attack, attack, attack. Never back down. Never run. Never parry. Oh, then, then Nestor's running away saying, I suppose surrender's out of the question. And then uh, the Arab guy says, any last requests? And then Nestor says, can you teach me that attack? And then, of course, Nestor has him up against the wall and he goes, so the tables turn. You are indeed cunning. I taught cunning everything it knows. And it was all a pack of lies. So he's got uh, he's got some smarmy wit about him in this uh, yeah. in this mm. episode, and he wins. So, you know, I think we were right every time we were talking about Howard keeping this guy down. He seems to be flourishing quite well on his own. So next up, we got uh, George and Rob's now playing. Blah. Speaking and, uh, of the opposite of flourishing, I will say something nice about how the layout is is different this time. They actually put headers of the games that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. In the actual article, yeah. instead of just got, long uh, threads. Yeah, we see Legend text. of the Ghost Line, which looks like Dragon Warrior. But it's got like a, a, you know, for a Nintendo game, it's got like an actual screenshot of a face with shading and different colors in it. So uh, I don't know what they the put. I just, get, I, just, I just get super upset <laughs> with this game because... Marta it, forgot Marta forgot to cook dinner. Yeah, I get super <laughs> upset with this game because like... It makes me wish that there was a like a ghost in the <laughs> I'm done talking. Bye. Marta didn't scramble the eggs right. <laughs> Marta, Marta fell coffee. into doorknob. <laughs> Marta burnt coffee. Marta learned her lesson. <laughs> Marta can't see her friends for a week. Marta won't open her whore mouth again. <laughs> Marta's taking a picture on Facebook with a star in her hand, but isn't telling anybody why. What? You never heard about that? It's like, uh, it's some symbol for abused women where, like, they'll put, like, a, a dot in the middle of their hand. And, uh, mm-hmm. like, when they're with the being, if they had their picture taken with somebody, like, they can't say, like, I, I need help or something. So they put that up there for people to figure out what it means. Well, if they put something else in the middle of their hand, I wouldn't have to hit them so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> happy man, happy wife. There you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. That's fucked up. All right. But uh, what I'm saying is, whenever I see the title of this game, I think it's a game for the Ghost in the Darkness, which is that awesome, like, lion movie, and apparently not. Like, Yeah, I keep thinking of the, like, that thing that the Lion King ripped off. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else here? No, I got nothing uh, for these guys. It says here it's nice that this game gears itself towards a female audience. Oh, we're going to so, read through the whole thing. That's fun. I'll I guess, get back with you in like a half hour. Bye. So I guess it's like a role-playing game with girl power. I don't know, man. Showing a woman with a black eye just doesn't seem to be showing my idea of like feminine uh, uh, support. All right. I got nothing else for these guys. We already kind of covered a lot of the games that they've, uh, they're talking about here. And they're yeah. getting some... We got WrestleMania Steel Cage Challenge with the guys in a ring. Track and field with guys... In a Let's look at the scores. Thing. Let's skip their commentary. Yeah. Um, let's go straight to the scores here. Where they? Let's see what they gave them. Spider-Man: Return of the Sinister Six barely cracked a three on uh, two of the four um, mm. categories. Power meter. Oh ratings. shit! Legend of the Ghost Lion. Not an Enix game, not a Enix game, though it is ripping off one poorly, it seems, because it's 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 barely at three. Mario Kart, of course, 
or Super Mario Kart, technically. It's, of course, got great scores. Mm-hmm. What else stands out? Out of This World has great graphics and sound, but really poor play control. That's kind of true. Sounds about right. Um, and then Bart's Nightmare scores pretty well across the board. Nothing, mm-hmm. uh, everything, you know, 4.2 on graphics and a 3.1 on play control. So, mm-hmm. And then the game, Bionic <clears throat> Commando for Game Boy almost got fours across the board. About 3.8, 3.9. Yeah, that's solid. So that's pretty solid there. And there's they a Canadian also seem like... Uh, I'm offended at the uh, treatment that the World Ice Hockey got. Not by the ratings that they got, but I'm pretty sure they're well-deserved. I'm just upset at the IGS <laughs> company for making a shitty hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> there were some good hockey games. What about yeah, actually, Blades, Blades of Stool? You're actually about to hit the... Um, there's like the golden age of hockey games. I, unfortunately, the the best sports games were on Genesis, but like yep. the early 90s uh, EA Sports hockey games are some of the best hockey games of all times, actually. So we're not quite there yet, but like NHL 93, like, yeah, it's, uh, I, I still play that game occasionally. Like, yeah, so we're, we're about to hit the golden age of, of console uh, hockey, at least for um, like the top down, like sprite hockey, not, not the modern stuff, but. <laughs> All right, so, so we have a top 20. Top 20. With more, with more sports, we've got a uh, a not-so-dick-nosed kid, like like, like, a, like a winter dick-nosed mm. kid, and he's got a Game Boy mounted onto his golf club. That's what I do with my Game Boy. Hell yeah, man. All right, and then uh, let's see. So the top, top three for three. NES. We had number one, Super Mario Bros. 3. Number two, TMNT 3, The Manhattan Project. Number three, Battletoads, still hanging on for some reason. <laughs> Super NES. Number one, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Number two, Super Mario World. Number three, Street Fighter 2, The World Warrior. Game Boy. Number one, Super Mario Land. Number two, Metroid 2, The Return of Samus. Number three, Dr. Mario. Look how much Legend of Zelda is crushing Super Mario World. Though I guess part of that would probably be because Super Mario World was like mostly bundled with the system. So I bet that, you would... that factors into some of it a little bit. Well, it might reduce its overall. Well, it would add to its sales, I think, since you well, know, I'm, not, I'm, that, I'm assuming they don't count that as an individual sale. It's a bundle. I think the Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past is just so damn good, and you should play it. It's a better game. That's why. Oh yeah. snap! <laughs> All, right. All right, players' picks. Holy fucking tibbets! That is a creepy logo at the top with the with the art. Oh my god! The, drawer. The, these are the red. These are the rejects of the uh, the Stranger Things casting call. What is with the? Oh, it's like Overbite City. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Look at fucking jo- look know, at Josh but, Moore. Uh, he doesn't. He's got like an. He's got like an underbite. All of his teeth seem to fucking hate each other. <laughs> All I gotta say is Tim Bennett is a beautiful woman. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> is this like the McDonald's menu where I get to skip? He is. He is a hot. He is a hot chick. Isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like if you're playing Touched by an Uncle, which one are you picking? <laughs> the one that looks like a chick, clearly. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> that's so Definitely up. not that, David that's Webber. If, that's if you got like the straight. That uncle. guy is haunting. If you've got the straight pedo uncle, then he's going for Tim because. You know that that fits in that like doesn't cast anything. But if he's going for the cute boy, I think he'd, it's a tie between Brent and Brian. <laughs> I don't think we should ever play this game again. This is really the worst game I've ever come up with. We're, we're probably on the list already. I guarantee you. 
All right. Uh, okay. okay. So on to Pin the, the uncle on the victim. <laughs> on to oh the my God. Mike Tibbetts looks just like Mike Pence. I'm pretty sure that's him. <laughs> the trouble with Tibbetts. <laughs> All right. Okay. On to the celebrity profile, which is Ken. Oh my God, D- David Weber. That's like, that's like, uh, that's like if puberty hit Janine Garofalo like a pile, like a ton of bricks. That's <laughs> that's the end result. And she was a teenage boy. Yes. <laughs> so, on to the player profile celebrity. It's Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, of course, uh, they're getting the interview here because he was playing for the Mariners, who were owned by Nintendo. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was, I think I actually got a Ken Griffey Jr. hat from Nintendo Power at some point. <laughs> they really, uh, they were really on the Ken Griffey train. They even had that like uh, Ken Griffey Jr. baseball for the this, this uh, Nintendo sixty four. Right. I don't know. The only time I listened to Ken Griffey Jr. was when he was on the Simpsons uh, when Homer managed that <laughs> baseball team. You got gigantism. We talk. We're talking baseball. Jose and Canseco. Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. You know that doesn't really bother him, right? No, no, no. He's just a no. Like, aren't you going to hurt his feelings? Nah, he's a he's an athlete. He's used to it. It cuts to you see him wiping away, wiping a away a tear. tear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was there anything in here? Um. To... Uh, uh, his favorite rap artist is Ice Cube, and he got to do a demo with Kid Sensation, whoever the fuck that is. And it did a single called Listen to the Way I Swing. It has an anti-drug message. Really sounds more like a gay anthem, but whatever. I like the nicknames for his teammates. Kevin Mitchell is Huggabear. Dennis Powell is Heavy D. Does he get his <laughs> nicknames from fucking Starsky and Hutch? Edgar, Edgar Martinez, Martinez is Gar. Gar. <laughs> and we call Calvin Jones Cujo. Yeah, this guy's definitely getting his nicknames from the So 70s. what's the thing? I, he and his dad both hit a home run in the same game. I forget. I think that's their stat that's kind of crazy. Like, because his dad was still playing, like, when when he started oh, playing. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, so wow. they both... I, I'm pretty sure that's the stat. And then his son is going to uh, illustrious University of Arizona and is a wide receiver for... The two and eight Arizona Wildcats, or whatever. So that's Ken Griffey Jr. Jr. Uh, well, no, he's Trey Griffey is uh, his son's name, but Ken Griffey Sr. played baseball. And, and his brother and his brother Vente Griffey Jr. No, that's really funny. Though. I never even thought about that. His name is Trey Griffey. That's oh my god, <laughs> I'm an idiot. All right, yeah. Yep. <laughs> they just have to call the next one four. <laughs> <laughs> so then the fifth one will just be like Quint. There you go. Okay, Pack Watch. A look into the future of the games of the future. I said that wrong. Oh yeah. Well <clears throat> well, Final Fantasy and Mystic Quest. If uh, for all those Americans. Oh wow, who they actually it- hit back to back home runs on August thirty first in nineteen ninety. So not only did they hit home runs in the same game, they hit them in back to back at bats. That's actually pretty incredible. <laughs> So, Final Fantasy and Mystic Quest. For all those Americans who complained that Final Fantasy was too complicated, that's when they decided to just water it down to the part where, like, you can still tell it's like an RPG, but you could, like, play with one hand, a hangover, and a concussion. Still not playing it. And. <laughs> Come on, man. This is as easy as it fucking gets. So, it's like he gave Final Fantasy a roofie? 
<laughs> yeah, where it's like it's still Final Fantasy, but it's like really sluggish and you know really easy, really responsive. I think I can get it up for that. All right, let's go. All right. And the best part is like it, it did have some neat points where each enemy you fight has like two at least two states where like look if if you see the brownie you can see one guy with a hat but if you do enough damage he loses the hat and you see like a little uh, band-aid over a lump on his head go right for the brown eye <laughs> so you can tell when you're doing damage to an enemy so it's like letting you know when you're close to the end so it's a, it's a pretty easy game so if you're not that like if you don't know what the hell an RPG is cuz you know you didn't read the first 15 issues of Nintendo Power this will let you know uh, it, this will hold your hand and uh, get you through it. So let's see. We also and then when you're when you're ready to knock off the training wheels and play a real game, then you can play Final Fantasy too. We have Jellico's coming games. We have Utopia, which is a space colony strategy game, so kind of like SimCity but in space, I guess. And probably with like tower defense mixed in. Um. It uses the Super NES mouse, so you have to have that. King Arthur's World and Young Indy. Oh, that's cool. So you get to play through like the Young Indiana Jones series? Yeah. Did that ever see the light of day? Uh, that was a, uh, a show. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, and then we have some stuff coming from Accolade. And then there's the Desert Strike game, which I actually that played. That looks awesome. I played War Speed looks... Warp speed looks fucking amazing. Look at that. That looks like like Admiral Akbar's mother-in-law. I played the shit out of Desert Strike when I was young. Like I played so much of this game. It is not easy to figure out, but it like totally is worth your time. Like it is Did you get to, did you get to destroy the terrorists' families so that they learn their lesson? There's like the waterboarding mini game. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. What else do we have? We have some classic games coming. The uh, the, uh, the Abu Ghraib model was only available for the European release. No, this game is it's not easy, but it's not too hard. Like, because I mean, what? So I, this is ninety two. I was ten, and I was able to, or not even ten. So ten or you know, when probably when I was running it or whatever. But um, no, this game is was definitely awesome. Like, I had a lot of fun with it. So uh, Nintendo classics. Uh, so they're reselling some of the classics, like they love Nintendo loves mm-hmm. to do. So it's it's already starting down that road. Like they're reselling the old hash. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little short uh, on cash for their to <laughs> to spend uh, to earn some money for the production of their huh. Nintendo Switch product. Well, what's on the Nintendo Classic? We need Don't to buy a money. baseball team. Let's sell some classic games. All right, so uh, we have Bartman meets Radioactive Man. I don't remember that game. Uh, coming oh, out. Yeah, that I game. don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Oh, so it did come out? Yeah, it's awful. It is just All right. awful. Roger Clemens MVP Baseball. We have a Rocky and Bullwinkle game for um, for Game Boy coming, obviously, which kind of sucks because mm-hmm. it should be Fractured Fairy Tales, not Rocky and Bullwinkle. Screw that. You, and, and you can play it on your, uh, on your Da Link weather frame. <laughs> 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 Terrible. And then Crash Test Dummies. Not the, uh, not the best. <laughs> there we go. What was that now? <laughs> waiting on it. <laughs> you were sitting on it. I was. I, was, I looked Once. ahead and saw it. 
there was <laughs> there was the scheme that looked like shit because it came from Elgin and then we moved on to Japan Watch. <laughs> Why would you make a we crash test dummies game? This doesn't make any some sense. Some stupid game that's called Kairu. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. I thought so it was over, but then I saw gossip galore. Hmm. Really? Over and shadow run, <laughs> Joe Mac and pro quarterback. <laughs> anyway, um, Skull Jagger sounds yes. like a sex move. That sounds like a <laughs> shot at the bar near my house. I'm gonna skull jag your mom. All Ooh. right, coming up, you're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to dig her up first, so good luck. All right, <laughs> coming up next month, it talks about they're going over Mega Man 1 for some reason. Uh, the Flintstones for Game Boy, ooh baby. Space Megaforced for Super NES, which I have never heard of. That looks amazing, what though, whatever it is. What the fuck is this, man? Uh, I don't know. It looks like three different games. And then <laughs> wow. we have Super Star Wars, which should be the cover. Oh, fuck. That, that game was so great. And then we have uh, another advertisement here for the Mario Paint contest. Send in your crappy art from Mario Paint and win something. Oh, actually, here on the scans, this is where we get these power challenge trading cards. <laughs> and the ones Mine we ripped got, out, apparently. The ones I have are F Zero, Tetris, Metal Storm, Adventure Island with uh, Mantis Higgins, <laughs> Doctor Mario, and Lemmings. Hmm. All yeah. right. Well, that concludes our coverage. Of well, don't this they have they issue. have a Mario Paint contest? You see yeah, this? I just mentioned that. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the cool thing is that they got the little uh, little challenges and tips on the back of each of these cards, which is kind of cool. Yeah, sure. All right, that wraps Matt's it up. Matt's got some tips for you, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that wraps it up. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to reach out to us in between episodes, please find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash playingwithpowerpodcast. You can find our website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. Uh, you can reach out to Mike on Twitter at GetThePower88. Please feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or send us a few dollars to support the show or to sponsor an episode on Patreon.com slash PlayingWithPower. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Stay frosty, my friends. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with power.